Hi. Welcome to another episode of Paul Thumb Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Gary Gill. He's the director of the VI chip product line at Vicor, um, who's, I think people know who Vicor is in the power space, but if you don't, uh, they invented the brick, okay? So they've been around for a while. Isn't that right, Gary? That's correct, since 1981. There you go. And I'm glad to have you on the show because I wanted to specifically talk about power. Lately, I've had a lot of conversations about the Internet of Things and the smart grid and all, but the bottom line is, is at the device, at the product, at the industrial machine, inside the box, there are tremendous pressures as well. Everybody wants more power, smaller packages, higher efficiencies, less cooling. Aren't they all kind of contradictory requirements? They are. They are. And, and technology markets, the products that are on the market today are having a hard time keeping up. So what you're seeing is uh, increasing demand for, for power density in electric vehicles, in data centers in particular. Um, and so the density of products is increasing, uh, but the efficiency improvements in products isn't increasing at the same rate, which creates a lot of challenges in terms of, of cooling, heat extraction, uh, and really managing and squeezing more and more power into smaller spaces. Well, exactly. And, uh, Gary, a lot of companies are saying, well, you know, it's got to fit in this box, and I don't care what it takes, but then you wind up getting into really complicated cooling methodologies as well, and then that's an additional burden on the system. Yeah, that's exactly right. In a lot of cases, the, the power portion of the design ends up being kind of the last thing. So they, they design the rest of their system, and then whatever space is left over is where you've got to fit the power. And uh, it certainly can, uh, can complicate things. And <clears throat> in particular, it's really forcing uh, our customers to start considering how they're going to generate power and how they're going to cool uh, those power devices very early on in the design cycle, such that it becomes much more integrated into the whole process. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I had thought actually, Gary, I mean, because 10, 20 years ago, that was the case. You designed a product, you drew a big square, or actually not a big square, a small square, and said, here's the power. But I had thought that uh, distributed power architectures were getting designers to start thinking more proactively about power ahead of time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting dichotomy, because in some cases, you're right. Uh, in some cases, we still, Vicor still has quite a large business doing custom designs for customers that have taken the old approach. But the, the path that you're talking about, the more standardized approach, what that has led to is, first of all, a whole, a whole host of standard form factor products, which is great from a, from a cost perspective. Um, but you end up with essentially suboptimal designs because um, there are compromises in terms of making things standards across different vendors, um, in terms of trying to plan ahead. And in, in those cases, particularly with Vicor products, uh, when you do that, you really don't end up with the, uh, I guess, the most powerful design that you could if you were really trying to, to customize the design for the application. But then that's a problem for you, the manufacturer, right? You can't make everything custom. You have to, there, ha- there has to be some way to st- maybe not standardize, but at least commoditize and make uh, scalable and modular some. I mean, you've done it in the past, and other companies are approaching and working on it now as well as you, where do you see it all going? Right, so you're right. So obviously it's not cost effective to do custom designs for every application, but in our case, the approach that we've taken is exactly what you said. We, we have a modular approach for the VI chip product line, and we've really, through a lot of, um, a lot of research and development and investment on our part, we're really pushing the boundaries of, of power density and efficiency in products. Um, and we, we're really pushing, a, again, a building block approach to building power supplies that ends up 
allowing a customer to not have a custom design, but only to incorporate the, the power components and only take up the space that's really needed uh, without any wasted space. There you go. Now, obviously you guys are always trying to push the ball forward, and I saw some stuff last year. I understand you've got some new products now that are directly addressing this space. That's correct. So last year, at, uh, well, about nine months ago, we, uh, we announced uh, essentially a new packaging technology that we call CHIP. It's converter housing package. Um, what it really is is it, it's, a new, it's a new packaging technology to the industry. It, um, it's really allowing us to, to both improve the efficiency and the power density of our products and at a lower cost basis. And uh, we are getting close to, to launching our first product in this space as well. And what is the first product? So oh, the first product is a high-voltage bus converter. This is a 380-volt in, 48-volt out, isolated, non-regulated bus converter product that's primarily targeted for um, high-voltage DC distribution in data center applications, although there is quite a broad range of industrial applications as well. Um, well, product actually, well, if I may jump in, if I may jump in, yep. Gary, when you, had said the, the, when you had said the voltage in, the first thing that popped into my head was Datacom. But you're absolutely right. There are a lot, there's a big push for DC distribution, at least within the facility. That's correct. Smart buildings, um, there have been initiatives in this space for quite some time, but it really seems like now things are starting to come together and uh, momentum in the space is really increasing. So, but please continue about uh, the product. I just wanted to go in a little bit of an aside. Right. So it's, a, it's the first product that we're releasing in our chip packaging platform. We're extremely excited about it. It's a, it's a great first product to really showcase the capabilities of of the new technologies that we're bringing to the market right now, but um, it's uh, 98% peak efficiency. Uh, that's at about half load and a full load. The efficiency is over 97.5%, so it's a highly efficient product, the most efficient product that, that we've ever made. Um, extremely dense. So the product is 63 millimeters long by 23 millimeters wide by 7.3 millimeters tall, and it will process 1.2 kilowatts. So that, that ends up being just under 2,000 watts per cubic inch. So it's, it's really an impressive now, amount now, of power. And, and, well, yeah, and Gary, when, when you say that, I mean, that's an that's a incredibly high power density. You, I mean, there has to be some serious thermal considerations, right? Well, it helps that the product is operating at 90, 98% efficient. So um, that, that certainly helps the... The chip, one of the features of the chip packaging platform is that uh, we actually place power components on both sides of the, the PCB that's inside of the product, and we have a very thermally adept package such that the thermal resistance to, to all the thermal interfaces are, um, are quite low. And so you can actually cool these from the top, you can cool them from the bottom, or for some applications where you really want to extract uh, the most performance from the product, you can actually cool from both sides. And this is really, you know, we have... A number of customers that are already designing this into their products, and it's allowing them quite a bit of flexibility in terms of their thermal management. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you guys make your own heat sinks, right? You don't just like tell them go buy something. Here's the spec. That's correct. So we offer for this product and all of our products, we offer a range of heat sinks intended to to make adoption for customers easy. In this case, we have a standard top mount heat sink, and we also have some options for uh, for dual sided cooling as well. Mm-hmm. Now. Is this going to be a standard within the company line? I mean, is it going to be a standardized form factor and pinout, or are you um, more targeting performance and uh, that's going to be a variable based upon the device? 
We're, as I mentioned earlier, we, we're really promoting a modular approach to power system design. It takes too long to do a discrete design every time. Um, and the, the traditional paradigm, in some cases the brick paradigm, um, the, the, the density is just not available to meet the needs of some of our customers. So in order to support a modular approach, these products are intended to be standardized. We will have a set number of packages. The pinouts will be um, the same where it makes sense. And you'll see coming from us over the next months and quarters a whole host of new products in this form factor. Oh, that'll be very interesting to see then. Because, um, well, as we were saying earlier, there is a tremendous amount of pressure on the designer to increase the power densities and increase the performance. And especially now as we're talking about uh, DC distribution, and that leads directly into integrating um, either harvested energy or renewable energy or some other type of uh, green, quote unquote, energy into the system, being able to handle that high voltage DC gives the designer a lot more flexibility in all kinds of applications. Yeah, no, absolutely. And in, in many cases, you've got distributed power as well, and it, it's requiring new levels of flexibility in terms of the power systems design as well. With, in some, you're running off batteries, and then you're running off solar, you're running off of um, high voltage DC, high voltage AC. And uh, our intent is to have a complete portfolio of products that will allow customers to, to mix and match our products um, to address all those needs. Okay, Gary. And now, so, so you've sold me on the uh, density and power. What about command and control? What kind of interface, uh, what kind of command, what kind of flexibility and system management uh, does your device line offer? So these first products are more traditional in that they have an analog control interface and enable a fault pin, um, a trim pin, well, not, uh, sorry, not a trim pin in this case. However, we will be coming out with products in the future that offer digital control interfaces for exactly the purposes you meant, for telemetry, uh, for configuration, and for, um, for fault fault monitoring. Okie doke. What are some of the other advantages of the product line then? So again, efficiency, power density, this, uh, the new packaging technology is allowing us to offer this type of performance at price levels that previously we just weren't able to do. So at, at OEM quantities for this 1.2 kilowatt bus converter, we'll be pricing it at or below 10 cents per watt. Um, so we believe it's much more accessible to a broader range of applications than where the, the VI chip uh, Vicor's VHF product line has traditionally played. Um, it's a fixed-frequency product. It's very easy to design in. It's, it's low noise. And in addition to the, the performance of the product, Vicor is investing quite a bit of effort and time into our online tool suite. So we have online simulators. We have online power architecting tools, product selectors that are really intended to, to help the customer to find the product that they're looking for and to really get a, a, an accurate understanding of how that product is likely to perform in their system. Well, that's actually uh, good information because, um, I mean, actually, uh, because the whole bottom line is engineers are out there trying to find a solution. And if you can offer them a better solution, you're going to get their business. The key is, is that it's really a big target, and there are so many moving parts involved. Um, are there any other facets to the marketplace? I realize that the, this line is directly addressing power density and such. Is there anything else on the horizon that you guys are going to come out with for the industry? Are you planning on anything, or is this like your next big push into the uh, marketplace? Well, again, we're, we're really focused right now on, on taking our, our products, moving them to this new packaging technology, um, and also expanding our portfolio. We really want to be the supplier that can provide power components all the way from an, an AC source all the way to the point of load. And to that end, we're, we're really working on filling out that portfolio. So you'll see new AC to DC devices from us. You'll see new DC to DC fully regulated devices for us. Um, we have a big thrust into uh, servers. So Intel VR 
power systems design is, is a big area of focus for us as well. So we're really broadening the horizon far beyond our traditional military and uh, industrial market space. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know, Gary. So do you have any final thoughts for our audience before we close out the episode? I'd love to talk for longer, but we have a limited amount of time, unfortunately. No, I mean, I, I guess as, as you've accurately portrayed, the, the demands on the power system designer, they're, they're being asked to, to fit more power to smaller spaces, and they're being asked to do it more quickly and with, and with less resources. And so to that end, I would encourage people to, to check out the Vicor website, check out some of the new tools that, that we think are distinct and uh, from the rest of what's out there in the market, and uh, stay tuned for new products from us going forward. There you go, Gary. And what is the URL, the, the website? It is www.vicorpower.com. Excellent. Is there a hyphen, or is it all one word? All one word. Excellent. Well, hey, Gary, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I know our audience got something out of it because I did. Great. Thank you, Alex, for having me. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to listen to us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day. <laughs>